This is the city. The city of Absalom. The city at the center of the world. Absalom is celebrating the Radiant Festival, a three-month festival of epic proportions held once every hundred years. The celebration attracts all types. Tourists, performers, merchants, inventors, as well as unsavory types, petty thieves, gangs, cults, and criminal enterprises. That's where we come in. We protect and serve. We are the agents of Edgewatch. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat Agents of Edgewatch. I'm your GM and host, Team Glicker, and in this week's episode, the agents have their task. Infiltrate the blood games, find the bomb, and save Absalom. Seems like they have to do this like every week, sort of becoming like their thing. So this part of the adventure, believe it or not, I actually have a personal connection to this. I actually wrote for this adventure, I kind of forgot about it, because... I don't know, I've written actually for a lot of adventures, but this one, I was asked to design a couple of monsters. And I was asked to design some of the monsters that you're going to be seeing in the Blood Games. There are some combats, some big fights in the arena, and, and I actually was asked to create one of the big battles. And I created a awesome, awesome monster. I can't get into it, I will get into it later, probably after this adventure is over and I'll tell you a little bit more about what I created but unfortunately I found out later that it was cut even though I created it and was paid for it and I actually think the monster was fantastic but it didn't like fit into the theme exactly so they changed it and that actually happens a lot that happens all the time especially when you work for Paizo is that you will create a monster and there's two reasons why it might get cut one reason is it just doesn't fit into the adventure. And that makes sense. I get that. The other reason, which sucks, is that you write the monster and then they can't fit it into the physical book. That stinks. I actually created an incredibly cool monster for Extinction Curse and they cut it. And here's the weird part. Now, this is actually one of my big claims to fame. In the beginning of every single monster section, they always have a half page depicting the monsters and every single time that I have ridden a monster for an adventure path including Starfinder the monster they show is my monster every single time so I have lots of these half pages showing my monster and this one's no different so the monster I created in this adventure is called the Berengi they actually never appear in the adventure itself and I never actually managed to like fit it in. I could have. I could have tried something like that. And I probably should have in retrospect. But eh, it's too late now. It's a level 9 creature. It's aquatic. And it's like this fish type creature. But what's really cool is that they fish for humanoids on land. That's right. What they do is that they actually find areas that have like fishing lures. And what they do is that they are smart enough that they like, go up to the fishing lures and then they like tug on them to make the humanoid think that there's a fish on the line. 
and then they violently pull the lure and hopefully make the prey fall into the water and then they eat them. <laughs> so that was the monster I came up with, sort of a reverse fisherman. They also have this pretty cool ability where they can capsize ships. They have these like gigantic wing claws where they grab onto the bottom of the hole and they can actually capsize the ship and then eat everyone on board. I have a whole bunch of cool abilities on this monster. And there's actually big enough ones, these uh, Brengi Leviathans that are so gigantic and so monstrous. They can actually like grab the hull of a ship, grabbing the gunwales with their hook claws, and then they pull the whole thing down into the sea. So basically I took the concept of fishing and instead of humanoids capturing fish, I have fish capturing humanoids. But of course, they couldn't use anything like lures or anything like that. So they just use, well, their monstrous hook claws. And they had the cool ability where they're smart enough to actually see fishing lures and then they pull people in. Also note, this is probably the last monster that I actually have in a Paizo book for quite a while. I used to write a whole bunch of monsters. I wrote a whole bunch for Starfinder, a whole bunch for Pathfinder. But they haven't asked me for a while, and quite frankly, now that I have the Battle Zoo Best Area in my own line, I can put out monsters whenever I want. Although there is something pretty cool about having your monster in a Paizo Adventure Path. And then recently, I don't know if anyone saw this, but in one of the most recent Adventure Paths, the Battle Zoo Bestiary Husk was in the Adventure Path. So it has come full circle. I have written monsters for Paizo, and now Paizo is taking monsters from Battle Zoo Bestiary and putting it into their Adventure Paths. And they gave me credit. How freaking cool is that? Okay, you might not care, but I care. I think it's pretty damn neat. Who knew? That was my calling. In fact, when I was working with Paizo, I always wanted to do other things, but they just kept giving me monsters because they're like, you're good at writing them. And for better or for worse, I was just getting monsters over and over and over again. So I just kept writing them. And then I thought, you know what? If I'm good at monsters, why don't I do bestiary about monsters? And then I went from there. You know what I'm going to do in the future? I'm going to look up all the monsters I did and I'll give you the list. So if you ever want to run one of my monsters in your game from the Paizo books, I'll let you know what they are. I know for a fact I also did the Boogeymen. I actually did all three of them. There's like a Bogey, a Boogeyman, and a Boggy. I forgot what the middle one was, but I wrote the whole family for those. I wrote the Brengi in this. I've written a few others. I can't remember them all. I'll look them all up and I'll give you guys the full list. So if you ever want to like try them out, you can. And while I'm talking about monsters, hey, RPG Superstar 2021, it is over and all the winners have been announced. So make sure you check that out. Just go to RPGSuperstar.com and you can see all the winners. And that means that we're going to be working on a new Battle Zoo Best Harry very soon. However, there's something coming very, very soon. I don't have the exact details, but in the very near future, you know this thing where we have Build a Monster, or rather Mark Seifter does Build a Monster Workshop on his Arcane Mark channel? What we do is we actually build the monster live on his channel, him and Linda, and usually a guest, sometimes me, sometimes other people, and they will just build a monster live with everyone there watching, and they build it from beginning to end. Well, I did this a couple of months ago with myself, Mark, Linda, and Nonad1, and the monster we built 
was so freaking good. First of all, I'm going to be putting that one into the new Battles of Best Story because I loved that monster. It was a half angel, half ooze creature that was just disgusting and really one of the best monsters I've actually seen in a long time. If I was ranking that and we rank our monsters for the RPG Superstar, like let's get 1 to 10, this thing was like a 9. Seriously, this thing was a really, really good monster. And this thing was built by the community. I couldn't believe it. We are going to be doing this in the near future. And you too can help build monsters like we do with the Build a Monster Workshop. And guess what? Here's the big news. We will credit you. That's right. We'll credit you. If your ideas are used, we're going to credit you. And we're going to include that monster in the new Battles of Best series. So the new Battles of Best series is going to have a mixture of winners from RPG Superstar as well as monsters created by the Roll for Combat community. So we're going to be mixing it up this year. We're going to be adding a whole bunch of new monsters. So for those of you who didn't necessarily win RPG Superstar or those of you who did win RPG Superstar and want to keep creating monsters, make sure you check out the YouTube channel and subscribe because that's where we're going to be doing it on the Roll for Combat YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.rollforcombat.com. Make sure you hit subscribe and YouTube will be alerted when we're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing this probably at night. I know our show is during the day, but I want to have Linda help us out. And Linda works during the day. So we're going to be doing this at night. And we're still figuring out the days and the times. But we're going to be doing something in the near future where you two can hang out with us, build monsters, get credit, and have a lot of fun. So be on the lookout for that in the very very near future. And of course, don't forget, do check out RPG Superstar if you want to see the monsters that won. But with that, let's get to this week's show notes. First up, go to RPGSuperstar.com. Check out the winners. There's a good mix of strange and unusual this year. The monsters submitted this year were really, really strong. So we got some really good ones in there. Next up, Dragon Ancestries. That thing is almost done. Oh, it's so close. So close to being done. It's just going through fine. I keep saying it's going through final edit. Thing is... We have like 100 plus pages to do. So we do a couple of pages every day. I try to do about five to 10 pages a day. So even if you do five to 10 pages a day, it's still gonna take like two, three weeks. So it's actually taking a little while, but we're still on track to have it done by the end of this month, which is March, and the book will be out. So be on the lookout for that. Again, check it out. We're doing previews of it. If you don't subscribe to the newsletter, just go to rollforcombat.com and the pop-up will come up. Make sure you subscribe to that because we are going to be doing previews on all the weekly newsletters of the Dragon Book as well as other monster books. So check that out. Plus, we're building a monster and you two can help out build the monster. So check that out. Of course, don't forget, do check out our YouTube show. I don't have it every week because I've been traveling a lot and it's hard for me to actually do the show when I'm traveling. So check that out, though. We are going to be doing the show in the near future. I'm not going anywhere for quite a while. So do check that out. Just go to youtube.rollforcombat.com, subscribe, and you can listen to myself and Mark and special guests like Nonad1, who was just on the show recently, talk about various topics in the role-playing world. Next up, do check out the Patreon. Just go to patreon.rollforgamba.com. You two can get the shows early and watch us and talk to us live when we record the shows. Right now, we record them Sunday nights and Monday nights. Do check out the website, rollforcombat.com, where you two can read recaps of every single episode by Mr. Jason McDonald. 
do check out the Discord channel. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. You two can play games, hang out, and chat with everyone. It's a fun time. And finally, oh my god, I think I hit everything. I think I did them all. Okay, how about that? Let's just get to this week's exciting adventure. Last we left off, you decided to try to find out where this clockwork poison bomb was. You found the person, you found their loft, you knocked down the door, you found the deadly trap. And although it did not kill you, it sure as hell tried. But instead, you found the crazy spider web of notes and information and conspiracy theories. And it turns out that you're going to have to enter the Arena Games, the big event, the Blood City Games, which starts tomorrow morning, bright and early, before dawn. And it's going to be one day. You have literally one day to infiltrate the games, an arena that's like a mile long, where there's going to be tens of thousands of people at this arena. It's basically a city within a city, and you need to find the bomb. Where and how and when this bomb will go off, you have no idea. But you know it's there. You know there's a bomb. And you know that that's your job. And you have to fight in the arena, too, while you're at it. you got to fight and perform. So with that, you went potion shopping, you went scroll shopping, and you leveled up. Everyone wakes up bright and early, first thing in the morning, ready to go to that arena. And who wants to go first and say how amazing they are now that they're level 11. We've we've reached the hump. We're on the other side. We're in the scary part. First double digits, level 10. That was a big deal, but not level 11. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Can I go first since mine is underwhelming? Underwhelming? I think everyone's kind of underwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Believe me, I'll be I'll beat you underwhelming. I think Gummis is the only one that actually comes out smelling like roses. Otherwise, the rest of you were like, what did you get? It's like, I got a plus two to my acrobatics. I know. That's in, like the words about of, it. in the words of Charlie Brown, I got a rock. <laughs> All right, Basil, what did you get? Um, the main things I got were a skill increase, which I raised occultism since we seem to be dealing with a lot of that. So now that's expert. Um, I took robust recovery, uh, which if I remember correctly, it increases like the, I can increase the sa the saving throw on poisons and diseases for, for myself or someone else. And the other thing I took was multilingual. And I forget what the second choice was, but I also took a, uh, Abyssal, since we seem to be dealing with a lot of that as well. So, no, nothing for combat, nothing for... I don't, I don't get new spells until next level, because I'm a hybrid caster. Like, since I'm an archetype caster, I get my spells at even levels instead of odd levels. So, pretty boring. Abyssal and the Thistle. Well, now you can speak like demons. You can speak to Lo Mang in his native tongue. We're running into a lot of demons. What can I say? There you go. I actually only speak Orcish and Common. Well, who wants to go next? Well, Lamang uh, also under very underwhelming, uh, unlike last level, and got a master's degree in acrobatics now, which is nice. Um, 
and also a path to perfection for fortitude saves. So that's a master level, which is also good. And that is more or less it. How many hit points you got now? Oh, I have a lot of hit points. 175. 175. That's like inhuman how many that is. I need every one of them. So that's like three attacks. So like if I'm down like 20 hit points, I like to get healed quickly. Jeez. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's just All right. how... That is so ridiculous. It's It's just... So Dougie's... Uh, it's all relative, but yes, it is. It's a lot. He's tough. Dougie will go next because, like, we have, we've got, we're saving the best for last, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, Gomez will go after uh, me. But Dougie's, we're so bad, it's almost a joke. Okay, so this is his uh, one of his class features that unlocked when he got to level 11. Rogue Expertise. My proficiency rank for my, my road, rogue class increases to expert. Ooh. Not master, expert. <laughs> and for my skill feat, I got underwater marauder, which means I'm not flat-footed in uh, water. Um, and that's kind of it. Uh, he got uh, sneak, attack went sneak up. attack went up by that's three d six now for sneak attack. Okay. Which I never get, but I mean, doing damage is not Dougie's problem. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, more the merrier. So that's that's Dougie, and he's got one hundred fifty one uh, hit points. Gomez. I think Gomez is bearing the lead because, sure, he got six level spells and sure, he got all this magical abilities, but he finally cracked 100 hit points. I think that's, that's, right. that's, that's right. the that's the lead story right that there. That is right. That's true. And I think that's actually going to be the policy. Uh, anybody who has my hit points or fewer is in critical condition and must get healed. And Gomez, therefore, is always 100% of the time in critical condition and must get healed. <laughs> that makes sense. First thing I do when I wake up on that note is cast Vital Beacon. So let's get that out of the way. That's the heal thing. where you can touch me and heal me and get healed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just, I just want to note that. Uh, Gomez is now really uh, uh, embracing the yin-yang quality of being both the good cop and the bad cop. Uh, he was like leveraging intimidation this entire time. Now he's bringing up diplomacy. He's got uh, the new ability. Uh, uh, it brings diplomacy up to master level, so they're both master level. Intimidation and diplomacy, they're only like one point apart and plus. And uh, uh, Gladhand. Uh, I can immediately make a depression without having to spend the minute or 10 minutes or whatever it is that you normally have to talk. Just immediately. Just I shake, I put out my hand and I can immediately diplomatize them to improve their impression of me, but at a minus five penalty. And that's my stat. But for the big deal, chain lightning, six level spell. I also, I also have uh, flesh to stone, can turn, can turn things to stone, and repulsion, which means I can. Uh, uh, just be repulsive, like things will not want to come near me. Uh, but Chain Lightning is actually cr a little crazy for this one element. Sure, it does a decent amount of damage, 8, 8d12. Sure, that can go at arcs from target to target to target 
uh, anything with like or th like anything that's at 30 feet. So if you go to one, anything within 30 feet of that is a valid target. Anything within 30 feet of the is a valid target, and so on and so on. If something makes a critical uh, success, that uh, breaks the chain. But as long as that doesn't happen, it can go on indefinitely for whatever number of targets that are in the ultimate range. And the ultimate range, this spell is a range of 500 feet. That is very far. Is that making arcs of 30 feet over and over again? Right. Okay. So if there's uh, a, so if it's there's coming army, back to you then. <laughs> Basically, well, well, I, I, it's I, coming I, back to you. I, I decide the targets. I decide the targets. So I pick the targets. Oh, so you don't? Uh, well, there's no yep. chance. I'm I'm, I, I, I'm looking I put, at Doug, right, and I no. know I'm already going to get hit with this. Yeah, thing. no, 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 no. It, it's it's directed by me. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice. Uh, you can end chain at any point. Uh, I can't target same the same creature more than once, and I have to have line effect on all targets. But I pick who the targets are. Uh, so it's like I play pig pen with the enemy. But if there's like, if there's uh, an army of like 500. And I do geometry correctly. I can hit them all of it. It's not really yeah. nice. Wait, yeah. Like, yeah. And wait, it's it, unlimited power. Wait, how many unlimited targets? targets? Unlimited targets. Like all they have to do is it goes from one. Like each base is make a save, and so as soon as somebody critical successes, yes, then that it stops, stops it. Yes. That stops it. So I'd have to get very lucky. I mean, but it would be odds. But hypothetically, like we're in this stand in this auditorium. If I just turned evil and wanted to kill the crowd and they're all like zeroth level schmoes, hypothetically, I could just go to one and just ask them, are you entertained? And if the answer is no, <laughs> it's a bad day for them. <laughs> then that's the bad cop. Exactly. The really bad cop. Um, it doesn't get weaker with each jump. It doesn't. I roll. Wow. I, and not only that, I roll damage once, and that's the damage. That is really surprising. That's it's crazy. Crazy it's, good. Okay. And of course, and and it's my signature spell. So as I level up, I'm going to add a d12. <laughs> oh man! All right. So you know what needs to get done. What are you going to do? Let's head off. To yeah, we're gonna let's go to the arena. Let's go off to the arena. Are there going to be goblin crunchies on the way along to the, the arena? No. I, I think I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. I like Gomez's healing philosophy. Anyone two digits is critically wounded. <laughs> I, I, I think he needs to heal sooner than that. For no, you're, you're fine until 99. <laughs> Yeah, there is there is like that's red. That's red. There is there's yeah. green, which is you're at full, and then there's uh, different shades of yellow and orange, which is beneath that. And then if you get to where my hit points are, you're red, and I am <laughs> always red. Okay, you arrive at the Orium, and it is still early enough that the summer sun has barely risen above the horizon, but already you can see hundreds upon hundreds of spectators have already lined up eager to enter the Coliseum to watch a day of combat. You know to head over to the service gate, aka the competitor's entrance. And there you are met by Lord Ganfint of House Ketlin, the Aurorium's Master of Blades. In fact, when you see him, he doesn't even look like a fighter. He looks kind of like a bureaucrat. But he waves you over 
because he was expecting you and he's the only person who knows who you are and that you're undercover you're the he, he, he's the man on the inside so hopefully nothing happens to him because he knows he knows who you truly are but that's actually not true because there's also star watch all over the place in secret and outside the arena mixed in with the regular guards as this is a huge spectacle the arena itself as i said is 500 feet wide and a thousand feet in length the arena map that you see in front of you each square is 25 feet so don't get excited and think oh this map isn't that big oh i tried to actually put this map into the vtt and it was too big it actually is like yes you cannot put a map 1000 by 2000 feet with uh five inch squares so some of this might be abstracted uh later today so anyhow as you uh you meet ganfin he looks at you and says oh so you're the uh new contestants i flash him a winning smile uh, so minus five so i get a 20 20 <laughs> That's a losing smile. It is a losing smile. <laughs> I rolled a two. I rolled why, a two. Why was it minus five? Because that's how the defeat works. It's like rather than talk to him, I just immediately do it, but it's a minus five penalty. Oh, okay. He, he he's smiles back at you. <laughs> and it's like, well, uh, all right. Uh, how's everything? You ready for today? You know it's going to be a long day, right? And you're the uh, very first event. You're opening up the... Uh, the event today so these are not fights to the death right no no in fact we discourage fights to the death in fact it's uh it's strongly recommended that you just fight to either when we call it or when the crowd seems to have had enough but no 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 there occasionally some of the fighters will fight to the death but well they are using uh swords and things sometimes right like there's deadly weapons for the most part oh yes of course but people are really trying to make spectacle of this and if people are dropped far enough they'll usually go unconscious and our medics will come out and quickly revive them or they will simply give up and uh that's often very much the case so it's occasionally people will fight to the death such as the uh well, the current champion, they, uh, they is unfortunately known to kill all of his opponents or nearly all of them. But again, that's <laughs> very <laughs> rare. That's very rare. Except for him. That's he doesn't rare. fight fair. Oh, he fights fair. He just. Uh, He's devastating. He just doesn't give up. And he likes <sighs> to keep going even after his opponents beg for mercy. And although we're fast, well, you can see the size of the arena. A few seconds could be the difference between life and death here. So, and unfortunately, the crowd does love it. Yes, bloodlust. Right, so what's so what's the plan? So do we fight as a group, or do we have to do single mano a mano combat? No, no, no. You fight as a group. In fact, what is uh, the name of your group, and what are your names? Obviously, you don't need to tell me your real names. <clears throat> Although you sure look familiar. Have you been in the papers? Uh, I, I was in the Craigslist section. Uh, yeah. So, 
you know, everyone here is old friends. They've been fighting it with each other and against each other. You know, it's sort of like a family at this point. Every so often we get someone from out of town and they don't know exactly how to play by the rules. But you should be you should be relatively safe. I, I wouldn't worry too much. Well, people call us Dougie's Enforcers. That's the name of your group, Dougie's Enforcers? Well, I, think, I think Lomang has an idea, too. I do have an idea. It could be the Cheesaw Gang. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Chisaw I like gang. the Cheesaw Gang. Oh, Jeez. the Cheesaw Gang. I think that's an old hackneyed used term that <laughs> has been showing up in many, many, many past adventures. So many so that maybe it's time for a new gang. Maybe, maybe, aren't there other gangs besides Cheesaw? How about the Wu-Tang Clan? You want to be the Wu-Tang Clan? Dougie's Enforcers sounds awesome. Uh, oh, let's see. What's the name of the three ring people? What's their name? Do they have a name? They're the three ring. The Circus of Wayward Wonders. Barnum and Bailey yeah, let's Circus. Yeah, let's call ourselves that. The Circus the wayward of Wayward Warriors? Wonders. Yeah, the Wayward <laughs> Warriors. Circus of Wayward Warriors. The Wayward Warriors. Little shout out to Come us, out to show. play. I caught their act and it was very good. I, I think mm. we should emulate. I like it. the way they, they, had, they had a monk in their in their troop. He was he was okay. Not great. He was okay. Oh, I, yeah. oh, okay. Well, you know, the Aurorium is dedicated to the monks. It used to be a monk temple. That's you know what the Aurorium means. So monks are welcome here. In fact, you'll probably find lots of monk accoutrements throughout the arena. Excellent. So aren't you here for some uh, suspicious character or so? I believe you were looking for someone, some, uh, he like looks over and whispers really low, Franca, is that it? Franca Lawrence. Yes. yes. How do we run into this cat? <laughs> well, I don't know. I couldn't possibly keep tabs on every fighter, servant, or customer here. In fact, you should be glad I even decided to meet with you at all. It's a good thing that I owed Celia a favor. Do we have any sort of description of Franca? Yes, you do. I think it'll be in your interest because this person is planning a, a, a mass attack, and uh, we want to prevent that. That's why you're here? Yeah, right. He's terrible got, for business. I got terrible for business. That's great. I'm glad you're here to take care of that. I got a, I got a show to take care of and a couple, you know, tens of thousands of people to deal with. So you do your job and I'll do mine. How about that? Okay. So here, let's bring you over. I'll bring you over to the other area because you're going to be on a little while. So let's uh, head on over. And he, like, walks you through the arena. And while you're walking, you have time to ask him a few more questions because it's, uh, <laughs> it's good, like, 1,500 feet to get to uh, the gladiatorial preparation area, which I'm bringing to right now. Well, what, what tips can you give us that might give us an edge? Tips? Make sure the crowd loves you. That is the best tip of all. Uh, we've never had that problem, so everyone loves us wherever we go. We're, we're very entertaining. We've even won a uh, theater troupe. Oh, except for the criminals. They don't love us so much. Mm, sounds e great. Even some of them like us, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day. Like, we actually ended up teaming up with them. 
So as you get to the gladiatorial preparation area, he goes on to explain that this is also known as the pit, where you see the other gladiators are performing warm-up stretches, polishing their bla- polishing their blades, oiling their armor. The atmosphere is actually quite jolly and very cordial. They are having a lot of fun. They're talking to each other. They're joking with each other. You wouldn't know that later today they're all going to be fighting against each other. They all look like they're best friends here. Genfin brings you over and says, Hey, listen up, everybody. we got a late entry. We've got here the, uh, the Wayward Warriors. They're going to be opening up the event today. So uh, make sure you uh, give them a good old welcome. They never participated before in the Blood Games. And they all look over to you and give you a little nod, little, little say, hey, how you doing? Everyone's like sort of waving you and saying hi. It seemed pretty nice. Uh, I, I, give a, I flash him a big smile. Okay. Where are my little guy? My little guy. Oh, there I am. And I roll a two again. Haha, <laughs> not so good. God, I suck at this. I'm off my game. Hey, look, take it easy on us. We're new. Please pull your punches. We don't want. We, 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 we're just trying to earn a little coin. They all look at each other. They're all like, ah, <laughs> uh, don't worry. We won't hurt you much. <laughs> yeah, try not to kill me. Or ah, oh, looking at each other is like, well, as long <laughs> as you don't do that to us, we won't do it to you. Where's the champion? Is he in this room? Champ. Hmm. They're looking around. They're like, oh no, the champ's not here right now. He likes to uh, prepare on his own. He's probably somewhere, but don't worry, you'll see him. Yeah, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want him to kill me. I'm just saying. Oh. Mm. They all look at each other like, yeah, us either. How deep is the pit from the stands? The pit? I mean, yeah. You can see here. It's I'm like... looking down, and I don't know how deep that could be. Oh, uh, that's about a hundred feet between. So the pit area and the stands. It's uh, this whole. This is about a hundred. This is about a hundred feet between. Hundred feet. Yeah. Well, each each square is twenty-five feet. So, but it's it's long though. The you said between the like a hundred feet down. No, it's not down. Yeah, it's, that's what I want to know. He's like, saying how from, from oh, where? Oh, oh, how, deep, how deep is it? Oh, how deep is the pit? In other words, how far are you down? Okay, so the wall is is 15 feet high. So the stadium is surrounded on all sides by thousands of tiered seats separated by the arena by a 15-foot tall stone wall. So, And between the stone wall is where you are and you're standing, and that's kind of like a moat. And where you are is kind of big. It's about 100 feet between the arena uh, wall and the actual stands. And so that's, uh, so you are 15 feet from the stands, but you're the same level as the arena. Like you just walk right out to the arena. So you're, you're no difference. And then obviously on the sides, because you're all the way at the end, you're like, you know, where the, you know, end zone is, uh, on the sides, like in the east and west, that's only about 25 feet away. Um, close enough that you can see the action and get some blood on you, but not so close because they fight up with a lot of monsters and uh, they don't want to get too close. And they do try to keep the monsters from wandering into the stands. So, 
So if you get in real trouble, you could just sort of run all the way out through this tunnel and out onto the street. <laughs> well, yes, you could actually leave if you really have some trouble. But if you leave the arena, it's immediate disqualification. If you purposely leave yeah. the arena. Obviously, if a monster throws you out into the stands, which is common, huh. and the crowd loves it, they have... They expect you to run back in and keep on fighting. So, again, it's voluntarily tapping out is uh, basically that disqualification. You lose your match. So. Yeah. So we only have to climb 15 feet to get out of the arena, right? Well, no, what do you climb at all? What do you climb for? What are you talking about? Like if we're trapped. You're not trapped. The arena is a 500 by 1,000 feet. Why would you be trapped? Like, like the, the arena is on There's the same no level as the, as the outside. It's kind of like a rodeo. Where yeah, it's like, like here the... and here are the same level. Yeah, they're the same. Right. The, 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 oh, okay. boy, that's weird. Okay. No, no, it's not. This is where you are. Okay. That's the part of the arena. This is yeah. the, that's where the stands are. Sorry, that's where you're warming up. You can see there's some tents here. Oh, there's a yeah. equipment. It's like, it's like a rodeo setup where like yeah. the cattle and stuff is on just on the outside of the ring. Yeah, it's yeah, not exactly. like it's not like the Roman Coliseum where it's like they are forcing you to go They're in there and, and, there, and, they, right. and they have a wall so you can't escape. Yeah, there's literally a 15 foot wall between uh, the stands, but that's actually to protect the people in the stands. Uh, they'd probably well, be closer yeah, if they like could. A, it's a little bit like a racetrack. It's exactly like a racetrack. You know, like we're in the pits, you know? Yeah. yeah, you're just in the pits. You're just like outside. Or a football game. Like, you know, you're just on the sidelines. Like, yeah. you're literally mm -hmm. in the sidelines, and then the stands start up 15 feet. So, there you go. So, anyhow, with that, everyone's starting to stream in. The sun is rising. And before you know it, Lord Ganfin walks into the arena and motions for you to follow him. And then he looks at everyone. The murmurs of thousands of spectators crescendo into roars of excitement as you step onto the earthen battlefield. Dust floats up from the cracked dirt of the blood-soaked arena floor and swirls around the various obstacles set up for the exhibition. A large porcolis rises on the far side of the arena to reveal a dark tunnel. Immediately, four massive eight-legged beasts, flaming spittle flying from their mouths, emerge from the open gate, stampeding forward in a mad rush. The fight is on. And with that, Lord Genfin runs out. And as he does, he says, Try not to kill them! <laughs> we'll try. And, and you are in the thick of it. Hold on. Let me move you to the battle arena. You know, it occurs to me that none of us look like we're carrying weapons. Lomang doesn't have weapons. I have a crossbow. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I have my magic ring that hides all my weapons. Basil has a sword king, but... I do have a bow, though. Yeah, that's true. We're not I didn't get to I have my teeth. I didn't get to introduce my character. What do you mean? I, my, my persona of Fancy Dan, aristocrat assassin. 
<laughs> I like it. That's awesome. You, you are the Crystal Cat Assassin. Okay. So you are actually in a very small portion of the arena because this arena is so gargantuan. And you can see that there's various events going on and they're setting up. Again, very much like, I don't know, if you're ever going to a circus where there's three rings. Well, you're, in, uh, you're actually in the center ring because you're now the main event. And sure enough, as you can see on the other side, there's these gigantic creatures that are 20 what are they uh they're they're just huge so they're 15 by 15 and hmm, what do these look like let me let me explain what they look like we know how many rounds we're gonna have to fight so i can balance so i can like budget my slots you have all day so uh, it's a long day it's gonna be this is gonna be an incredibly long day so this is round one you have and then you got to find the bad guys and you got you got let me be this way you're going from level 11 to level 12 today so you figure it out oh my god really if you survive <laughs> crazy. so you better uh better uh better use your spells with economy Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Comprehend language will come in real useful. <laughs> don't 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 expect don't expect a lot of healing from me, guys. Don't get hit. The terrifying apex predators known as Embrocks torment their prey, spewing oil from their mouths that they can then set alight. Commonly called flint beasts, Embrocks drag their overlarge claws. Four on each paw along the ground as they move, creating showers of sparks with every granting step. You see four of these creatures, and they are ready to rumble! Let's get ready to rumble! I am in the blue corner, <laughs> weighing in at 3,800 pounds. Let's grab everybody. The screen is so big, it's hard for me to grab everyone. Roll for combat. I yell a mighty battle cry. For the crowd. For fun. For excitement. For blood. And I try to uh, demoralize the first one. Are these squares five or ten? These are five. five. All right. Demoralize. Um, but none of them are within 30 feet of you, so it does not work. Dougie is up. If it makes you feel better, I'm I'm a little intimidated. Dougie does nothing. The crowd loves it. You're just waiting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's no reason to. Ambrak. Oh boy. Oh boy, they're excited. Oh boy, they're excited. Here we go. Ambrak number one. Let's see. Hmm. What are they gonna do? I have a feeling they're gonna charge. Yeah, that's the problem is when you have initiative, the smartest thing is for wait the monsters to attack. You know, if if they're not if they're not smart, yeah. they'll charge you and then they, you know, rather than spending your movement and then having like one round to attack, it's just That's why I like the more liberal use of readied actions in other systems. Yeah. This one's very cost it's like it's they oh, kind of don't have ready. These so creatures are smarter than you. No, whoever what? said they were dumb. Wait, oh no, uh, uh, not not smarter than me. 
okay, but they're smarter than all of you by like a mile. Yeah, but they don't have Dougie's regard for the law. They're they're not they're not elevated. Most things are smarter than Lomi. But how is their society rolls? I have emotional <laughs> intelligence. All are right, they are they me... refined? Are they classy? Uh, sure, sure. Okay, I am going to draw probably the largest thing you've ever seen. Let's draw this. I like the map that we're playing on. It's very surreal. Like 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 I've pulled out one hundred percent all the way, and I have to be to get everybody in the screen. <laughs> it's like it's so fake. I know. Okay, the first Embrak runs across. First of what it does is it runs down. And you think, oh, this thing's charging me. And then suddenly it makes a 90 degree turn and runs in front of the other Embrax. And in, as it strides, a trail of fire appears behind it as it moves. All those squares you see have caught on fire, creating a five foot tall wall of flame. Everything behind the wall is concealed, and you can't see. Oh my god. Next one is up. And then another one goes. Okay, this one's also drawing. It's also doing a firewall. Okay. Dougie's up. You see a wall of fire about, I don't know, 150 feet long and 15 feet wide and 5 feet tall causing concealment behind everything, and you can't see through. Go. Uh, Dougie charges into the wall of flame. Uh, no, he doesn't do anything. He waits for his uh, trusty companions with uh, bows and crossbows and spells to uh, do their uh, do their turn. Gomez is up. Can we see any of them? I, I cast prestidigitation to entertain the crowd. <laughs> Fireworks come out of your head. Fireworks, okay. yep, yep. Okay. I, I pull a rabbit out of a hat. Okay, you, the crowd seems to sort of like that. Actually, give me a roll for that. Give me a performance check. All right. Oh, that's actually a good call. <laughs> yeah, that's actually, a very I'm not, I'm not, appropriate I'm not, call. Yeah, you, you, you're gonna perform. Let's see that performance, baby. Twenty-one. You rolled a three. I rolled a three. Uh, I almost want a hero point. God. <laughs> They're not inter- They are not entertained. Boo! Boo! They're starting to throw stuff at you. They, they want to see combat. Even, Basil. Doug, even Dougie's booing. You're out. <laughs> I am going to pull out my bow. I am going to devise a stratagem against, looks like, Eberarch 4. Is the you closest can't see one? It. Ah, I can though. Or well, is it if it's concealment? I have blind fight, so I can. Oh wow! Nice. You have a lawyer for that? Is it concealed or is it hidden? Because if it's concealed, I don't need to succeed at a flat check to target concealed creatures. (laughs) Oh, that's a good lawyer to have. It's nice, and I only need a DC five to target hidden creatures. Thank God. Draw them out and drown them. Finally comes into play. It finally comes into play. I've never heard you have this. Flat check to target concealed. Okay. You it is they're concealed, so they're not hidden. So you This is the situational power. Four you're trying to hit? Yep. Alright, we'll see. And I'm gonna go ahead and use that. And you roll thirty-six. The eyes of a tegu are better than an eagle. Are you gonna tell me your stratagem? (laughs) 
Okay. So damage sucked, but so the range is a hundred feet. How many feet away is it? Up. It's into the second increment, I guess. Okay. Technically. So you, let's see. So you, you. Actually, you don't... No, the, well, is it the front or the middle of the creature? It's the. It's. If it's the know. front, it's in the first range. Well, it doesn't matter. You still hit. Um. So yeah. So you actually see it, and you hit it. And you do some damage. So I get the 12 and the precision, so I get 23. Nice job. 23 damage. Dougie, shoot for uh, aim for the armpits or wherever I hit it. All right. <laughs> uh, are you done, Basil? That's three actions, so yeah. Oh, and I, yeah, like I give my shared strategy to Dougie if he wants to use it. Okay. Actually, Who's you up? should give it to Lomang. Who's up? Of course, he only has a useless crossbow. Is Lomang is up? Man uh, or Dougie. So, I, so I can't see any of them, yes? You can, but you need a DC. You have to make a flat check to target them. Uh, like, like what's what's a, like a flat check? What does that mean exactly? You have to roll a creature you're concealed from must succeed a DC 5 flat check when targeting you. So basically, if you try to like use your crossbow on them, you have to roll a DC 5 flat check. You have to roll 5 or higher. If you roll a 1 or 4... Even if you critted them, it misses because you just couldn't find them. I see. Do you see? And then is there like a, a mischance or something? After? Well, that's the mischance. Oh, the so, mi so, so it's only a five. Hey, so that's not hard. It's, right? it's, it's, it's like semantics whether you're you roll it before and can't even target it, or whether you roll it after you roll the attack. It actually is very important because if you try to cast a spell and then you cast it. You blow the spell if you miss. Well, that's true. Targeting would imply you can't even see it to get a shot. So that right. All right, so I'm going to pull out my crossbow, load my crossbow, and then make my DC 20 check, and then fire. Wow, that's pathetic. Against which one? The one that's closest. Okay. It's within the first range, too. Okay. <laughs> it's turning out to be a wonderful... They're loving this. They're loving this fight. Okay, uh, you make it. You you think you can see it through the, through the flames. Okay. And smoke. It's probably a lot of smoke because if, if they got greasy, uh, oh, drool. Shoot. Forgot to do an expeditious inspection and see if they're what, the, what they might be vulnerable to. Or it looks though, it looks like they're resistant to fire. Yeah, I'd like to point out I took blind fight like two or three levels ago, and I've never had a chance to use it until now. So it finally came in useful. It's really good. Actually, I guess it wasn't two or three. I guess it was like at level ten when we redid the, the free archetype. I had some slots clear up, and I took blind fight with one of those slots. So I guess I've only had it for a level, but still. Okay. Shoot them crossbow. 38. Crit! Not even close. It's uh, gotta be, wait, it's got to be close. It can't it's, not, not. it's not even close. Right. Uh, yeah, these creatures we, uh, fought underneath Tarbafon and were part of its shock troops. So good luck. Oh, my God. Uh, 38. Yeah, you hit. 13 points of damage. All right. I'll take it. You're done. Dougie's up. Where's my precision damage, no? Why would you get precision damage from Cause a two-handed crossbow? Because I'm, I'm a rogue. Does You don't get precision damage from a crossbow. Sure you do. No, Under the right don't. circumstances, you can. <sighs> okay. You, right? you, I mean, if they're flat-footed, like, they can't... There's such things as, like, bow rogues, aren't there? You look that up, they're not flat-footed. Uh, Dougie's up. Well, I'm going to move up here... 
Though you feel stupid that he doesn't, that he threw his crossbow away. Oh no, he actually feels. I feel very s- superior having. Dougie feels very smug having uh, made the right decision for every single fight, including this one. Uh, he's going to move up here and let's see. Can he prepare a an attack if um, one of them steps within melee range? Is that is that a preparation that's legal? That's it. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's, your whole, that's the rest of your turn, and then okay, you're done. So if one comes within melee range, you make one attack. That's all you get to do. All right, next one goes. Now the fire will disappear. So far, the monsters are putting out a better display than us. Way better. So the one that you wounded charges up a bit. A little bit closer to you. A little bit closer. And whoever's closest. Uh, Basil's closest. So it will... It'll just spit at you. 27... Minus two. My my future proof computer is the future is now. I think (laughs) 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 it might be time for an upgrade. Is there any game that your machine can't run? No. Okay, so a twenty-five. Does that hit you, Basil? Uh, it should not. It does not hit you. Very good. Very good. And then it makes one more spit. Head Basil. Does a critical 37 hit you? Ooh, it looks so sweet. <laughs> so you take a whopping, uh, what's that, 32 points of. Wait, let's see, how does this work? What do you get? Oh no, it's something even worse. So it hits you with its spit and you are now coated in slippery flammable oil now give me a reflex save oh basil get away from me you're disgusting 22 do you wish to hero point the uh three that you rolled oh it's so early in the day to be using a hero point but i'm not i get the feeling i don't want to critically fail this um i'm gonna go ahead and hero point that's better. It's not great. 32. All right. The good news is the only thing that happens to you is you catch on fire. Here's the best part. If you're ever hit with an effect that does critical persistent damage, while you have persistent damage on you, it crits every time. How about that for fun? Excuse me? Yeah, that's right. That's how it works. So you have critical damage on you that will be persistent. So every round you're going to take, unless you get it off of you, 3d6 times 2 points of damage. In the meantime, as soon as it hits you, immediately take 32 points of damage, and you're on fire. That was just the first one. That was the one you hit, by the way. So now it's angry at you. Now the next one goes. This one's charging forward. Oh, it's getting right to your faces. It's getting close. Let's see how close it is. Not close enough. All right, well, it's close enough that it will uh, it'll also spit. This time at Lomang. Is it spitting fire? Uh, yeah, it spits. Uh, it's basically spitting 
slippery flammable oil that's uh, also on fire. Gotcha. 36. That will hit miss. you. Give me a reflex save. Okay. I like all the measurement arrows going all over the place. That's a huge battle map. Yeah, it's needed. Reflex save. 21. You rolled a 2. You want to keep that. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, I will keep that. You will keep that. As you keep that, you are covered in oil. And since you are covered in oil, you are clumsy too. Clumsy just affects all your dexterity-based checks and DCs, including your armor class, your reflex save, ranged attack rolls, skill checks using acrobatic stealth or thievery. So you are coated in this oil that is also on fire. So you are also clumsy too. So your AC is actually down by two, plus your reflex is down. How do we make that go away? Get rid of the oil. How do you and do that? And you're on fire. It's a flat check. It takes two, two actions to uh, do something to try to remove it from you. Or it randomly gets away. You have a... Uh, was it a 25% chance at the end of every turn to have it go away? Okay. Number two goes. I'm kind of tempted to pull out that trick again. Remember that uh, elemental that can quench fire? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of tempted to summon him up, get him on our team. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling that we're only going to be fighting fire guys once. Yeah, yeah. Get I'm really a little loath. It's like I'm a little loath to use slots, though. I don't know. It's like I kind of don't know whether to just go ahead and use slots because this is a big fight and then there'll be smaller ones later. No, I think it will build. I think the elemental is a really good call right now. Well, number number two runs forward as well and spits on Dougie and misses. So you do not Ooh. get hit. And the last one. And all these, like, let's see. Let's see what this one does. It's moving forward. Okay. They're in front of you. They are they're ready to party. Gomez. How <laughs> do you do? Chain lightning. Uh I, I'm for it. Uh come forth from the land of steam and water. Come forth. Oh great. Zarnozanth the Magnificent, first of his name, boiler of kettles, the teapot terror. And I summon my I summon my elemental that is Saved our butt in flamey situations twice already. <laughs> what, what level is this guy? Very he's, low a, he's a uh, he's a method. He's a water method. Oh, level zero. Okay, right. But he has uh, the ability drench. One action. Water method puts out puts out all fires in a five foot emanation. You know, method extinguishes all non magical fires automatically and attempts to counteract magical fires plus seven to counteract modifier. So summon him up. Your job, Memphis, is when we catch on fire, put us out. So right now there's two people on fire currently. So did you, um, where do you put him? You, you tell me. Uh, that's a good question. Wait, let me check the range. Uh, wait, where am I? If you put him between those guys, does he put them out automatically? I made the fatal flaw of clicking my link that then made Hero Lab go away and then replace it with Memphis. Uh, all right, so range oh. 30 feet. Uh, so who's on fire? Uh, Basil and Lomang are both on fire. 
Uh, Lomang, you, you're tough. You can handle it. I, I appear him right next to Basil so he can take care of Basil first. Thank okay. You. Well, let's see. He, um, he puts out all fires in a five-foot emanation. He extinguishes all non-magical fires on Mackling. Well, these are magical fires. Are so... they, though? That's the plus seven whatever next part. Correct. Are you sure? Is that magical? It's, it's oil, right? It's a burning magical oil? Uh-huh. It comes from their bodies, though, right? This is their level 11 creatures. So you, you, they're, everything they're doing, it's magical. So you, all you need to do is give me a pull. You roll a d20, and then I will tell you if you succeed. I think the right, DC let me is accomplish like that. 31 or something. So you can't, you just can't do it. It just will not work. Should I should I add in the bonus, or do you want me to do you want to do it? You can. It doesn't matter. Just roll a d20. I mean, if it's thirty, whatever. I mean, you rolled natural twenty. It's twenty-seven. Nineteen. Oh, nineteen plus seven, so twenty-six. All right, I'm actually gonna have to look this one up. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, actually, they're only level ten, so they're not that bad. All right, making me look up counteract. Okay, so the way counteract works is. The success will counteract if the counteract level is no more than one level higher than you. Um, and the critical is it only works if they're no more than three levels higher than you. So a water method is level one, and these are level ten. So nothing will put out this fire from this water method. They have no ability to put out this fire. I'm so disappointed in you. Xenorthax, first of your name. <laughs> you you summoned a level one creature to put a level ten fire. That's, ah, that's I thought I thought th- I, I thought we were talking about burning oil, normal fire. Yeah, that's what I thought too. It seems weird that it's magic, as opposed to you, whose hands are made out of like adamantium, magical, like fey creature things. You have a whole bunch of things. Know, man. Like, the, like that description of their spitting out oil and then sending it a light, that sounds totally biological and mundane. That does not sound magical. Like, like, you want to magical? I, like my spells are magical. My, my wall of fire that'll put up, that's magic. That, that looks magical. Alright. Well, let's see. The Trail of Flame was magical fire. Its other abilities are magical fire. So... Yep, so it doesn't work. So this one, it doesn't say that. It just says fire. So either they forgot it or it's just fire. So I will say you're right. So oh, good. you put out Basil's fire. Basil, you're up. It's creative. And also it's like what? It's like it, it's an annoying flat check that I'm that I'm countering. I mean, right. Uh, I, I, right I, I used up a slot to 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 to. to relieve us of the inconvenience of rolling a flat check all the time. I'm, I'm guessing like the actual making of the flame is magical but the the crap that he's spitting out is from its body it's right so so it's like like yeah exactly so it's like i use a produced flame to light the flaming oil you know like, right, right, right 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 that's right. what i think that's how i read it another bad thing about that elemental it's also going to eat an action of mine every round Actually, you can also move the water method because it was one round to quench, so you have one more action. All right, so, out, so move him over. Yeah, move him over to uh, move him over to uh, Lome, the other on fire person. All right. Well, he can't put him out yet, though. But he's next to him. All right. Well, let's start with an expeditious inspection as a free action. Try to figure out what we can do to damage them. 
Okay. Here's what you know. They are huge beasts. That are very smart. They're made out of fire. They actually even speak common. They can spit fire. They can make trails of fire. They're immune to fire. They have jaws. They have claws. That's all you know. Do they have reach? You think they definitely have massive reach. And they have nothing (laughs) that they are um, vulnerable to. Not even cold. Not even water. Nothing. (laughs) Hydraulic push. Nope. Put them out. Doesn't work. They're magically aflame. And they're Tarbafon's shock troops. They're very, very strong. In fact, you know that these fought underneath Tarbafon's command during the Fiendflesh Siege. And have been actually fighting in the arena for quite some time. They are uh, very popular, in fact. That Tarbafon is like some kind of horrific lich or something that was in that prison. That, that got out. Yeah, got And in out. fact, attacked Absalon and almost destroyed it. But he was repelled at the last second. So, um, yeah, in fact, these creatures were given a more lenient sentence to perform in the arena on a regular basis. They're very smart. In fact, probably smarter than everyone except Basil here. So, good luck. You're up. Who's up? Basil's up, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'm going to devise a stratagem against number four. Let's see. Now, I probably should have increased that because now is it plus 20? I think so, yeah. I'll double check my character sheet, but I assume it also goes up. So you roll the 34. All right, then I will go ahead and attack. Um, actually, I will use my Eldritch. Eldritch Archer ability to apply to de- to apply mental damage to the shot. It takes one of my actions, but if I think I'm going to hit, it would give me extra damage. Okay. And you hit. So I get the 12, the 9, and the 6. So it's 27. So the Eldritch damage is 2d6, and you rolled a 3. Dang. You're done. Low Mang. You're on fire and you're clumsy. Oh, uh, you beasts. I yell out to the beasts from hell. I say, beasts from hell, surrender. And we will go easy on you. If you run, just run away. Okay. <laughs> Crane stands over there. <laughs> Activate it. Okay. I say I go for it. I don't know what go for it means. Oh, he's running right up to it. <laughs> he's go for it. Right. Actually, if you're going to do that, I'll go first if you want flanking. It's too late. He already too went. Late. I'm done. I'm going for it. I want to please the crowd. I'm on he's fire. I'm attacking. After he's like done two, two actions. Give you... Yeah. <laughs> too late. And I, and I attack. That chicken thing. Okay, you attack. 39. You hit. Is that the nice. right attack? Is that all yep. you roll? 39? Uh, yeah, 39. No, it's just a crane strike. Yep. And another one. Hit. You're level 11. You hit for 15 damage. I know. Okay. It takes action. I'm do sure they, it's Do they, do they reply in common to me like that they're going to surrender or they don't, they're not in the mood? They laugh. They're like, oh. Actually, as you hit them, I mean, they, they can talk. They're like, it's like, is that it? Yeah, that's it. Go easy on me, please. Don't All right, kill me. so I can move 30. Let's see. Uh, is that 30 for me? Yeah. 
if you hold down the Q button. Oh, is that how you do it? Yeah. Click on your character, hold it down, hit then hit Q. And you can even like Q up actually like your move so you can see it actually moving like in multiple steps. Well. All right, Dougie, let's do this. I measured 30. That's Q doesn't 30. seem to work. Okay. Uh, I am going to do a slice and dice standard uh, maneuver. Start with a mongoche. Yeah, just a 33. Okay, I hit for 13. That's an opener for 13. And the rapier. Oh, there we go. Oh, for only 12? What the what? Only 12. It's pretty weak. So 25, that's it. I'm sure this thing is almost dead. Yeah, it's it's still green. Uh, (laughs) A few things. We forgot to take Lomang's persistent fire damage. Oh, yeah, so how much is that? 12 points. Heal me. As you're on fire, then give me a flat check to see if it goes away. Roll a d20. All you need is a 15 or higher. That's it. That's all you need. And what did you roll? A four. Nope. You're still on fire. And yeah. you're still clumsy, too. Where's that method? Uh, oh, it's actually far away from you. Uh, Dougie, you got one more action? Or are you done? You're I done. am done. The Embrak goes. Oh, it's going to Here's just... where the payback is going to be. So no, you're, you're all going to die, actually. This is yeah. a quick combat. The big payback. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't even have to go that close to you, Dougie. You know what? It It'll doesn't be. have to get close to me at all. There's plenty there of other people that to Ultimate attack. Flanking. There's a lot of people that attack. Although, are you? Aren't, isn't it possible that you can't get flanked if you guys ever remember that role? That's true. Yes, that is correct. Neither of us ever remembers that. No, they probably don't know that. It, it doesn't apply because I have to be higher level than them. It has you to are be, higher level. You are higher level. Level, level ten. Well, I don't know what level these are. So oh, yes, God. I never thought anyone would actually give up. Okay, fine. You want to be flagged? I'll let, Steve, I'll let I don't start this fight knowing what level they are. He right? did say. He did say it though. I, I know, but I'm telling I, you so that you know. Ah, come on, guys, guys, you're both right. It's like it's like a player doesn't necessarily know what level a monster is. That means if it's if it's level dependent, then the DM has to kind of have that in the back or have a note or or the player has to say has to constantly remind the DM is like like does my flanking thing work? Does my flanking thing work? Frankly, it's it's just a little messy. I don't think it's even attacking me. It's closer to to Basil. Sorry, Basil, but you're gonna. No, but it has reach though. This thing's gonna get you. All right. So the first thing it does is it throws crude insults and growls threatening at all of you. And it says, oh, your mother was a elberry and your father was a grapefruit. And plays up to the crowd. So everyone, including the method, has to give me a will save. Yeesh. Okay. Oh, goodness. 22. Gomez critically fails. Basil awful. Money. I rolled a one. Yeah. Well. Yep. Hey, can you roll? What is the? I'm gonna roll just a twenty for the method. <laughs> the method rolled a six. <laughs> Lomang rolls a forty. Oh, good. Okay. Lomang is totally fine. Let's see. Those of you who failed, those of you who failed, are so scared that you're frightened too, and paralyzed oh my god because you're so scared 
I think it's time to pull out Your some body is and... frozen in place. You have the flat-footed condition and can't act except for recall knowledge. Let's see. And that is Dougie is, let's see, frightened too. And what, what kind of attack was that? That was like a... Uh, it was a auditory emotion fear mental. And all oh, that's everything. Just, uh, scream at you and say terrible, terrible things. Basil, you are also frightened too and paralyzed for one round. Water method is frightened four and paralyzed for a long time. It, it kind of doesn't matter because uh, since I'm paralyzed, right, uh, I won't be able to sustain him, so he's going to go away. You can't sustain him with your mental. Correct. Yeah, the only thing oh. I, I, can, I can recall knowledge about him. <laughs> I, I, can, I, can, I can remember him fondly. Yeah, <laughs> you can remember him fondly. Okay, so after he runs over to you and screams and yells and does all this horrible stuff, um, Gomez frozen in fear. Waterman fit frozen in fear. Dougie scared frozen in fear. Basil scared fro everyone is frozen in fear except for one person, that's Lomang. But now it gets to do its claw attack against Dougie, and you are flat footed because you are a statue. Thirty-two hits you and does a whopping twenty-two damage. A little bit of fire. Oh, that one's done. I'm good. Only three more now left to go. Oh no! <laughs> this is gonna get bad. We need some misses. If they just keep, if they don't, if they just never. Dougie, miss. oh, they're gonna hit. They're gonna hit everything. Well, I don't know. It's gonna bite you. First, it's gonna bite you. First, it's gonna bite you because you're frozen. Thirty-three. The good news is no fire damage. Um, the bad news is 20 damage. 20 points of piercing damage. It well, it's got more three. actions. So I'll, I'll put it in after he does all his attacks. Well, now it's going to attack again. Misses. Oh, that's nice. Because I rolled a five. It tried to bite you again. I don't know how it missed you as you were. You didn't even move, but now it's going to jaw. Now it's going to claw you. Well, that'll claw. put that damage in because he's probably going to miss you. Look at that. Those minus fives and It misses eights. you. misses you. It only hits you once. Yep. So I don't know how you're you're dodging out of the way while it's like trying to like hit you with fire. Like left he, and right. He has some armor, too. Are you wearing armor? You are, right? Not as much as you. I'm wearing no armor. Okay. Number yeah, well. two is going to spit on Dougie. A 40. It's a crit. You are on fire, critically on fire. Give me a reflex save. You're fine. Uh, does fear affect that? I'm paralyzed. It actually does. So that is a 28. Mm, wow, there's a lot of things on you. Actually, you're right. Uh, let's see. God, there's so many things on you. Frightened is to all your checks, so you're minus two for that. Paralyzed. Believe it or not, it doesn't affect that. You're still okay. Instead, only take 16 points of fire damage. Because you're on fire. Fire, 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 fire. Paralysis doesn't affect my reflexes. I know, it's save. weird. It's really funny. Is that funny? That's really funny. Actually, it hits you. 26 because you're, you're frightened too. I forgot about that. You take... 17 points of slashing and okay, so, three points of fire. Another 20 points. Okay, so uh, the the fire and the 
its attack total is. I didn't get the fire in. I was trying to select my character. Uh, was so, twenty? Was the fire twenty or sixteen? So altogether, you've taken uh, thirty-six points of damage. Okay, so thirty-six. And now number one goes. He's also going to surround you. He's going for the soft underbelly. He's attacking you guys. You're like, look at you. They, you've completely surrounded by these enormous creatures. Yeah, it's not pleasant. No, it's not pleasant. And now it's going to bite you, Lomang. No flanking. Uh, that is correct, except you are frightened. Wait, so, why am I frightened? I critically he may, he cr- Oh, sorry, you're clumsy, which gives you a minus two. So your AC is 29, so... Missed. Just missed. Just misses. Wow. Me. Lucky dog. You are lucky, but then it's going to claw you. Well, if you want flanking, you I'm want to... Uh, I'm going I, I, I to get flanking. you got to get to the other side, because I can't yeah, move. I'm really good. Gomez! You are scared. I'll yeah. tell you the good news is your frightened goes down to three, though. Bad news is, <laughs> you're frightened three. That was your turn. Basil! Oh, and and uh, <sighs> get, get rid of the Memphis, right? I will, because I, I, will. I couldn't sustain Basil! It. Good news is you're no longer frightened at the end of your turn, and your fighting goes down to one. There is no good news. That was your turn. That Go is man, you're up. This is his whole turn? Yes. That's extremely powerful. It's extremely powerful. You All right, so literally God. frozen in fear. Literally That's frozen in fear. Horrible. All right, so I don't know if they have a tax opportunity or anything, but I do have a feat uh, that is called mobility, so I can move up to half my, my speed and not... Be subjected to any kind of reaction attacks. Up. That is correct. I do. I move there. Okay. Um, okay, and then I activate Heaven's Thunder. There you nice. Go. And I and I, I, I do a, a, a fist pump to the crowd as my body's covered in, in in lightning, and there's a crack of a thunder boom as I. Oh, attack. okay. That they like. By the way, yeah. that was from Big Trouble in Little China. That's when the ice storms nice. appear. Is it is it lightning and fire? Or it's is lightning it, and thunder. Uh, but aren't you also burning? I'm I'm on fire. You yeah. are on fire. So, so, you, are so just... you are you are on fire. You are a firestorm. You are walking right. firestorm. Yeah, it's fire, actually, lightning, and thunder. You might be getting killed, but you're putting out a show. Yeah, and, and I'm not, I act as though the fire is just, I enjoy it because I have my, my uh, devilish nature enjoys fire. Mm. All right, here we go. Attack, attack, attack. Flanking. Missing. You rolled a three. Ugh, 24. Right. Well, we'll see. Oh, God, this is horrific. The misses are just unacceptable at this point. That is a Missing. miss. And I'm done. That's You're it. You're not done yet. That's that's I'm out of actions. You roll the three and you a take six. Six points of fire damage. Give me a flat check. See if you get rid of it. Is it fifteen still? Yeah. It's always- oh, it doesn't even get easier. Nope. Jeez. Well, after a full minute, it will come off. Maybe. You are still on fire. Oh God, so close. <laughs> this is- and I missed my turn. Yeah. You missed your turn, and you're on fire. And the and the oil doesn't it never goes away, right? Or ten points of damage, Dougie. I'm at sixty three life. Oh, you're in the red zone. Oh yeah, I've been in the red zone. Yeah. Sorry, twenty points of damage because it's critical because you were critted when you got hit with it, so it's twice. So I rolled. Oh, uh, so the persistent damage right. is doubled. Yes. yes. Wow. I know. It's really now bad. I have fifty three life. Seen that before. <laughs> That's up. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, you're frightened what? one and no longer frozen in fear. One notable thing, even yes. though I might be paralyzed in fear, I am still radiating healing. That's, That's true. true. 
If anyone can get to you, yeah. Can. If anybody can get to me, yeah. Right. If I can move, like, waste three turns to get over there and back, exactly, yeah, that'd exactly. be great. Yeah, yeah. The the M- that might be, Basil might be able to take advantage of that. M. Brock goes. He's not even gonna move. He's just like, oh, look who's in front of me. It's uh, Dougie, Dougie McDougal from the Clan McDougal. I. C- oh, that's that's not good. That's uh, that's forty-eight points of damage, buddy. Hey, sooner I go down, the sooner they stop attacking me. I, I love bite it. your head off. That was the first attack with his jaws. You know what? He likes the taste of your man flesh. Ooh, misses That's a miss. Somehow. Thank God. And then claw you. Misses. Uh, not a critical. Okay. Ambrack. Uh, he doesn't like being flanked, but you know what? He's going to bite. Thuggy first. Because why not? Oh, there goes Thuggy. 21 points of damage. I'm down. <laughs> okay. Lomang doesn't get flanking anymore. Ugh. And now doesn't he's going to go that. after Lomang. And it's going to claw Lomang. They're like playing up to the crowd too. They're like, they're like talking. And like mocking you this whole time, by the way. Like yeah. they're just they're actively like when you go down, Dougie, they're just like, oh, too easy. And now they claw you, Lomang, 20 points of damage. And then claw uh, you. they attack me. Hold on. I'll use my uh I'll use my crane flutter. For your on last attack. one. Okay. This attack, yeah. All right, well it misses. That does miss because barely, because you're oh, minus two to your AC, so that only was a 31. Right, all right, now we, let me do my counterattack. Oh, you're gonna counterattack? Really? Yeah, that's Please. what, that's the, that's Please. the There we go. You actually, uh, you actually hit. So now, that 5.5, the point five doesn't the count, point, right? It's yeah. just five, it's just five. Yeah, so it, it, I'm, I'm doing a thing, so it figures that out automatically, I just gotta round it out. All right, so it's 22 <laughs> damage. Oh, you do get all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's turned on now. That was that heaven's thunder noise. Ooh, ouch! They they see that the crowd likes it, but then this guy like runs the other side of you. I mean, he does, does not he, does not get flanking. I know he does not get flanking. He doesn't know. But he doesn't know that though. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, yeah. know that. So yeah. he's just trying, and he, they're not that. They're smart. Oh, go miss. <laughs> jaws, <laughs> jaws attack on low mag. Thirty three. You have hits. Eighteen points of damage, and it's gonna claw you. Nothing misses. One more. Eh, it's gonna go for the soft underbelly. It sees uh, Gomez is completely petrified as it walks over and then jaws Gomez with its mouth. Twenty-eight. That hits twenty-five points of damage because you're frightened three, and then we'll claw you once, and that also hits. 19 points of damage plus 3 fire damage. So what's that all together? That is... Um, 45... 47 points of damage. Good news, Gomez. Your frightened goes down by 1 to 2. Wait, it was started at 4? Yes. Oh and the bad God. news is you're still frozen in fear. Yeah, I, I crit failed. Basil, you're up. Alright, um... 
I'm going to devise a stratagem against Eberarch 3. I think we have to try and get Dougie up. Okay, roll the 30, you tell me. Minus 1, throw one twenty nine. Um, shoot. Since Gomez is out of commission, actually, I'm going to run over to Dougie and I'm going to badge him. Okay. You run over and you badge him, whatever that gives him. Isn't it like uh, 30? Or does it actually go up and it's 36 now? You tell me whatever you're going to do. No, how much does the badge? Does the badge heal more now than it did? Oh, you're using a badge. I thought you were bandaging um, the badge. Uh, that is 30. Actually, yeah. I'll save the badge and I'll use battle medicine. Same, same basic principles. So, um, so the assurance roll is 2d8 plus 10. Okay. So you heal him for 18. Uh, well, it's like, what are we doing? Either what are we doing wrong, or, or is it part of the story that we're supposed to just lose this fight? I mean, because I think I think, I, I, think to, it, I think that might be part of the story. I think we need to pull out the big guns, maybe. Well, but this, I mean, we haven't even had a fighting chance in any of this. I don't know what yeah, the hell's it's, going it's... on, but and they haven't been getting that lucky with their rolls. Low man. And the thing is, wait, these are these are tenth level creatures. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, yeah, we're supposed to lose this because uh, that means. Well, I'm not quite sure how the math of this thing works, but generally, but generally speaking, speaking, usually uh, an even fight is a fight you lose. Like, so we're 11th level, they're 10th level. Like, this should be. This is in the impossible. I mean, I'm range. I'm, willing, I'm open to the possibility that we're missing something tactically, but still, it just this seems a lot tougher than. Well, when you yeah, lose, yeah, whatever. Whatever. It's, it's when you lose tough, four yeah. rounds of being of, of like that, that's right. that's pretty scary. And right. like you lost two rounds, right? Like that's, and that's right. one round. Like, like kind of on the one numbers, round. they should be they should be like only one step. Like they're one level. They're a party of four tenth level characters. Like you know, one level lower than us. Uh, and they got the, they got the initiative and held it. You know, it's like they they shot first. All right. Well, I'm I'm still I'm still fighting. I'm not giving up. Never surrender. Never die. And I will actually activate my key strike now. I'm like, all right, I need even more glowy things on my hands. And I hope I don't miss. Key strike attack. Which one are you hitting? Number three? Wounded one. The one, yeah. Actually. Okay, that's a 31 you hit. All right, so that does 30 damage, it looks like. Uh, sure, 30 points. How much is it giving for the key strike bonus? Does it show there? I'm just curious if it if it did uh got to roll a four 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 and a one. Oh, you rolled a four 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 one. That makes sense, I think. Yeah, because yeah, it's two it's D four D six. All right, That's let's do five. it again. Yeah. There we go. Now we're talking. There you go. So is that forty six points of damage. Twenty three, thirty three, sixty six. Oh, I do also get the electricity and. I do. I get the well, I get the electricity and the sonic. That's ten doubled. It's twenty, and then twenty three, twice. Oh, it's forty six. And then the other one, you should have gotten thirty points. So how much is that? Yeah, thirty points before. Yep. Oh, so I owe another ten. So what's the uh, total? Like ninety six. Is it ninety? Well, no, no, no. What's the yeah. total? What's the total for this one? Sixty six. So seventy six points of damage. 
Okay, now you're talking. Now they're now they're getting a little wounded. Now they're like uh, <laughs> now they started to fall down. <laughs> what? All right, so I use my action. I, I could attack again. Now it's like actually starting to look wounded. One, one is starting to look wounded. The other three are still totally fine. Jeez. So I did. 96 damage so far this round and it's not even it's it's only in the yellow yes oh, that's annoying all right let's, well, let's you know when you have 300 hit points each it's gonna 300 <laughs> how is that possible they're level 10 all right i'm attacking because they're yeah. monsters you missed. oh it's a miss you're done i'm done emberak he sees that Dougie came back. Oh, time to kill Dougie again. <laughs> oh, Dougie. 17 points of damage. Oh, it actually doesn't kill you, though. It only brings you down to one. Dougie, hang in there. Nah, it's going to play with its food. It's going to, uh, it's just going to claw Basil. It's toying. They're toying with us now. Oh, misses. Misses again. Lots of misses. Oh, they're totally toying with you. Uh, Dougie, you got one hit point. He's actually prone and weapons dropped, right? Yes, weapons drop, you're prone on the ground, you're on fire, and you have one hit point. Go. Oh, speaking of fire, you gotta do my fire. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, six points of damage. Give me a flat, me check. flat check. Um, nope, you don't make it, Chris. Nope. Dougie, you have one point, you're up. Your turn. All right, there so it is. Okay, so one I died. hit point. One okay, hit point. so I took six points of damage somehow. No, I gave it you. It attacked you, and yeah, you have one hit point left. That's okay. It. All right, um, but you're prone and weaponless. You're prone, weaponless, and still on fire. Okay. Your weapon's on the ground next. Yeah, to I mean, uh, I'm gonna try to put myself off fire like this. Flat is silly. check. Sure. So like, do I roll that or do you? You roll it. Right. Spend two actions. Two actions to put it out. But you only get it's still a, a flat check, though. That's right. Oh my god! And there's a ten. And fire kills me at the end of my turn. Actually, I got to double check because I've done this incorrectly in the past. Hold on. Because you might get the bonus roll, and then you get an additional roll. It doesn't matter. I mean, dude, like I'm surrounded by these three <laughs> monsters. Get up and fight, Dougie. Never yeah, surrender. Okay. I'm not in double digits hit points yet. Yet. I did almost 100 damage in one round to one of them. Yeah, well, when you're not dead, you get to do that. It's still standing, though, <laughs> unfortunately. And that's not even... I mean, it's been hit multiple times. Yeah, this is... this. We're supposed to die. Like, don't waste any cooldowns on I could side. run this out of the... I could run away. Okay, I have silly. good news for you. You put out the fire. All right. So you can spend two actions just to put it out? Yep, two actions. The fire is out. Okay, so I didn't have to make a flat check? You no. did make the flat check. You're oh, I still had to make it's one, It's a 10. Though. It's a okay. DC 10. When okay, you so do, I did a DC 10. Okay. Yeah. okay. It actually lowers. That's good to know, And then it's though, permanently the lower yeah. uh, to DC 10 after that. Yeah, so much of me has burnt <laughs> that I'm resistant to fire. Uh, I will grab uh, one of my weapons. I mean, actually, if I stand up, is it, might doesn't provoke. Take, it doesn't take... Uh, longer to uh, pick up weapons in later rounds, does it? It's still one action to pick up a weapon? Yes. 
Okay, then I'll stand up uh, without any weapons. Actually, I'll have my fists, so... You stand up, and you're no longer frightened. Okay, and that might provoke. But... Does not. Fire is out. Fire is out. The Embrak, who just got his ass handed to you. You would think would attack Dougie, but is instead of focusing everything on low mang. Yeah, I would think so. Because it's like, (laughs) oh, you you just did that to me? Yeah. Oh, buddy... Everyone converge on this ugly orc. Swarm, hey. swarm, 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 and you—they're saying this in comment. Hey, like you just hear that. Is, it, is that a crit? Yes, it is. Because he's yeah. minus two to AC. Yeah. Jeez. So twenty-six points of damage. The bites you. It's gonna bite you again because it's so angry at you. All right, let me just add it up. Oh, baby. 42 points of damage. That's two crits in a row. 74 so far. Okay. Okay. You think I can do one more crit? I think I can do another crit. Let's try it. Let's go for the the trifecta. The turkey, if you will. 96 is the number you're trying to be. Oh, that stinks. How much did I take total? 74. 42 plus 32. Alright, so 25, 35, 38. Wait, what am I adding? No, no, no. No, 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 no,
and hits you, and since you're frightened, another crit for 32 points of damage. What, what's oh, that wow. total so far? 34 and 32, 68. That's it, I'm out. I got 58 left, that's, that's enough. And with its last action, the Ambrak stands up and roars. Are you not entertained? And the crowd roars. As it looks like you're getting your asses handed to you, suddenly handlers rush into the field and start calling off the fight. They're like, fight's over, fight's over, fight's over. Embrex win, Embrex win. The crowd is like booing, and they're quickly, uh, the Embrex quickly run into the corner as they know the drill, as it seems to happen very frequently. And they try to gather you up on stretchers and usher you out of the arena as you obviously uh, lost. All right, well, while that's going on, Lomang is cursing them and saying, Where are you going, cowards? How dare you run from me? They, they're just laughing. Uh, as like, literally one of them was, was scratched, the other two weren't even touched, and one had a little bit of damage to them. Uh, you are quickly rushed to the medical emergency tent. I'm still on fire. So that, that, I, I like I like how Basil is so only yeah, barely wounded. Yeah, I'm fairly unscathed. Like 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 you like you, you 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 like just have some dirt on your lapel, and you're my like, suit's, <laughs> my suit's a little wrinkled. Uh, can we get this pressed? <laughs> Man, that is a that's a. Humbling. We have a tailor. Do you have an emergency tailor on site? That was fair though, now because if I understand, if the power level and leveling things between monsters and characters is the same yeah. as most other games. We we were a full on eleventh level party fighting a full on tenth level party. That is essentially an even fight, and an even fight it's a, it, it, it's at best a coin flip. A coin flip. If it makes you feel better, that's what's called a severe encounter. That's a severe encounter. Like yeah, that that makes sense. That makes and sense. you guys also were holding back. It's a combination of it was severe. You're holding back, and you're fighting four brutes. It's like, if you're fighting four magic users, maybe, who knows? But these guys are built to do exactly what they yeah. did, and that is damage. They have huge amounts of hit points and really nasty ability. I think a level 10 monster is more powerful than a level 10 character. It's, it's worth, yeah, it might be. It might be. Because, because a level 10 monster is supposed to be something that you match against a party. Of, right, right, exactly. A party so it's like, it's like four level 10 encounters something. in one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, the holding back part, I want to defend ourselves a little bit. Because the unexpectedly, and this is, a, like, this is actually just very unique to this, you never come into situations where it's such an open field where you're on a flat plane with yards and yards and yards between all the combatants and everything. And them setting up this uh, defensive thing right off the bat, like our smart move was not to fall into their obvious trap and plug them from range and draw them to us, which we did. The only thing was, boy, that fear absolutely took yes. me out. Like, like oh, yeah. uh, absolutely, like, it's like the, like, like a completely took me die. out of the fight. That was saver die, right? Saver yeah. die completely took me out of the fight. Uh, literally took me out, completely out of the fight, and. That meant all of my big guns useless. Like I was kind of hoping to get one round, and I absolutely wanted to use the chain lightning. You it know, wouldn't like, not have been enough though. Even it I wouldn't. Mean, it I, would not. It would not have been enough. But we would have had a better showing. We would have well, and I don't showing. know if Steve was just messing with us, but if they really had three hundred hit points, each of those was Tyro keys. 
Oh, that's oh really? They really have 300 hit points that's each. That's what Steve said. Wow, I didn't hear that part. When he was floating. He's part. like, they have 300 hit points. I'm like, I did, I did not hear that part. Yeah, it's true. It's like, but it, they had 275 hit points. Each. Wow. wow, each, each, each. Yeah, actually, that that's insane. That's, yeah, it's like it's like they three would three of them would have been would, insane. That, they would that's just a thousand right. hit points for they three. They would simply outlast us because because they were doing for, the kind for, of damage that four. we do. But I have a, I have 105 hit points. I mean, they they have they have twice again, and three times our I hit mean, points. I mean, that t- that as a number, I was just listening to a, an episode of the other group, the other group, and they fought a encounter with like ten guys with 140 each. That's 1400 hit points that you got to work through. Right. Right. So I mean, it's possible. I mean, uh... no, but actually, yeah. I like this. Like we we're talking, we we're talking with with the patreons about this, and uh, I actually really like this. You never see this. You never see every single movie that's an action movie or an adventure movie. Uh, no, Mister Bond, I expect you to die. Every single one has a scene where the hero loses a fight. And then is a prisoner, or like has to escape, or like you know has to maneuver something, and that never ever ever happens in D and D. And so I actually applaud them for putting in an encounter that actually puts that into the adventure story of a, of, of a game like this for once. Unless we were supposed to have a chance and win. No, I don't think we were supposed to have a chance. Uh, you have a chance, but a small one, right? It, but it's but then it's set up right it's because because that was like the first fight of our series of fights, right? Correct. Right, so so, so it's like even even right, even if we got lucky and blew our, and blew everything that we had on this fight, winning this fight, the next fight would kill us. And yeah, even if we, we somehow survive that, how do we win the next one with no right, with no right? Spells. And then if we did that, and it was like, yeah, it's geared up that way. It's, it's actually really like I actually applaud them for that. It's very innovative. Never see this before in uh, in uh, adventures. Never see this. True. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed getting destroyed and nearly brought. Oh, we never death. said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, who like the, yeah, the hero doesn't like getting beat up. No, no, that's true. But it's a nice change of pace. The medics quickly put out the fires. Each of you get 23 hit points healed. Uh, the rest is up to you. <laughs> you have to take care of your own um, medicines. You went through the first fight. And Lord Gaffin comes over to you and just sort of smirks and says, I hope you're better at defusing bombs than you are fighting monsters. <laughs> Jeez. You should have given us a little heads up yeah, there. Yeah, maybe. I know. It's like yeah. us, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you should have let us give us an idea of what we're in for. I hope all yeah. of your paperwork's in order. Well, oh, it's all in order. Don't worry. He holds up like four certificates. He says, "These are your death certificates. Good thing I didn't have to fill them out, huh? <laughs> oh, Good thing I saved your bacon by calling in the medics, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Anyhow, we had them right where we wanted them. <laughs> Don't so, so, so we passed no the hazy ritual, huh? So we're one, one of you now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other the other guys look at you and they're sort of laughing. Uh, after going through that, they 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 actually, uh, you know that this is actually pretty common. These guys are nearly not impossible to beat, but this is very common. Those embrex have been here for for years, not even months, but years, mm. and they're still alive. So yes. yeah, you uh you don't really get through that. He's like, well, if it makes you feel any better, you did put on a good show. Especially you, Lo Mang, or whatever Thank you're you. calling yourself. You, uh, Mang you Lo. Really, especially you, Mang Lo. 
you really put on a show with your your fire and lightning and and the way you almost died and then brought yourself back for the brink and even you uh big fella when you uh fell down and got yourself back up and uh well the goblin the <laughs> you took it like a goblin, I tell you, getting hit time and time again until, well, you almost died, but the crowd loved it. So at least look forward to that. So I was uh, told to tell you something by the, uh, the captain. He like whispers over to you and says, good news is uh, you don't have any more fights for the rest of the day. Everyone else has to go through their rounds, and then we'll see where you're going to place. But considering how well you did there, you're not going to place very high. In fact, I think you're going to place pretty low. <laughs> well, you got uh, <laughs> you got most of the day free. I suggest you poke around and see if you can find our little friend and see if you can find that bomb somewhere. As to where to look, I have no idea, but... Maybe start talking to some of the other gladiators, see if they know anything or have seen this Ferran person. Frank Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, I gotta go uh, introduce the next stack. Oh, this one's a tough one, <laughs> as opposed to, you know, you guys were just the, uh, the opening number. You know, the one to warm up the crowd. Let me go take out the, the big guns over there. And then he, like, quickly goes out. And sure enough, you start seeing some Tyrannosaurus Rexes being led into the arena. <laughs> really? And with, oh, yes. Yeah. And with, like, uh, another group ready to fight them. And not only these T-Rexes, these T-Rexes actually have battle armor on top of them. So you see four T-Rexes in the arena with armor and spikes on their bodies. Do they have lasers also? <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, what was the name of that 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 game back in the uh, Gamma something that had Gamma the, World? No, it wasn't it wasn't Gamma World, but it was um, Gamma Rama. Oh, I can't remember it. I had it for a long time. Well, that is impressive. You uh, know what? We were we were the letting the birds free ceremony that's what we were we were open letting the doves fly we were the doves and that's <laughs> that was the ceremony that was we got through the initiation hey man you got to warm up the crowd they got they need they need blood they need drama well, they got they got blood they, yeah, got, well, they got it they, they got, got it all right i almost took one of them out i think kind of yeah yeah, yeah. hundred uh, points away. We, we can do a hand wave here, right? This is a you have time, so you can do a hand wave right, here, so. and you have you have most of the day until you have to compete again. So you have plenty of time to investigate. But good news is it's early in the day. Good news is you don't have to compete for a while. Bad news is you have no idea where this person might be, but you got a clue. You actually can go back. And talk with some of the gladiators. So there you go. We are one of them. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Agents of Edgewatch. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com.